I don't know what to do. I was just really lost because there wasn't any guide ropes uh, for me, no information for me, no internet for me to access at the time to read more about it. Um, it's it's painful. Welcome to the Journey Into podcast, a series of inspiring stories from the yoga community. Episode 1, Yoga Gave Me a Life Beyond My Diagnosis. So when I was 12, my aunt and my mum one day just came up to me and asked me, um, like, are you noticing that you're leaning over to one side? Is your school bag that you're carrying really heavy? And um, I thought, okay, I'll just put down my school bag. Is it still lopsided? And they say, yeah, it's very lopsided. It's like totally one-sided. And where I wear my skirt, uh, they are also telling me that, that they notice that my skirt is hanging off one side. And they decided to take me to the doctor and just check it out if there's anything um abnormal to my growth, to my physicality. Um, and that was the beginning of me for the first time hearing this word, this term called scoliosis. This trip to the doctor for x-ray was my first ever x-ray that I had um, to be in front of a um, radio machine and and taken a full spinal x-ray and be told that there is structurally some deformity in my growth. I didn't understand anything about scoliosis at that time. My parents didn't understand anything about scoliosis at that time. And in fact, in my country where I was growing up, there was only one orthopedic surgeon in the whole country. And to get an appointment, just to get an appointment to see the orthopedic surgeon was like six months wait, like a couple of months. And when, when I was, um, when I was told that I have this condition called scoliosis and they showed me the x-ray, I was shocked to look at the, to actually see the structure inside my body. Um, that is, um, an S shape. What was scary, it's what the doctor then told me after that. That um, it is irreversible and that it is uh, something that I have to live with for the rest of my life whilst monitoring if the curvature is going to increase how quickly over the years. I don't actually like the word disabled, <laughs> to be honest. But I like to reword it as a spectrum of ability. And we all have a different place um, where we are with our ability. And it's just revealing the fullest potential of your being. between 13 till what, 17 um, 
I visited the doctor for X-rays every six months. So every six months, I went for a full spinal X-ray uh, to monitor the curvature. And every time we saw the X-ray, it has increased. The curvature has increased. I was really disappointed with myself. I feel really ashamed of my body. I don't know what to do. I was just really lost because there wasn't any guide ropes uh, for me, no information for me, no internet for me to access at the time to read more about it. Um, it's, it's painful. Does it mean that I'm going to get shorter instead of growing taller? Uh, my concern is a lot more aesthetic uh, because I wasn't feeling any discomfort at that point. Um, during my GCSE, I lost um, sensation on one side of my body and I was actually walking up the stairs and carrying a, a, um, a chair. And luckily, one of my classmates, um, he was just behind me and he just caught me from behind and helped me up the rest of the flight of the stairs and just put me on the floor. And I was like in tears because it was a new sensation for me. and. It, that kind of level of pain that it's uh, such acute and sudden that I thought I'm paralyzed for a moment. I started taking painkillers when I was uh, about that time, 18. So after the episode with uh, my, the sciatic episode that I lost sensation down one side of my leg and I thought that was the solution. I just thought that I'll just keep taking painkillers for like every day for the rest of my life. Um, my parents made an uh, urgent appointment with the doctor and um, they confirmed that it is a sciatic nerve impingement down one side of my leg. My cousin's wife, she... Um, told me that there's this cool thing, uh, it's really popular now and just come along with me for this uh, yoga class and all. So I went along and just check it out and try it out. Um, I remember it was more of a vinyasa flow class at that time. I didn't know what was happening. I just follow along with all those sun salutation and um, lunges and uh, warrior poses. I didn't know a name. I didn't know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. But what happened was that night, just that one class, and that night when I went home, I'm able to breathe a little easier. I was able to sleep through the night. I feel achiness in the muscles because I have been working out probably for just for the first time ever. Um, but I generally just feel good. And I didn't even associate that to anything to do with uh, my spine or my back. But really, it just felt good. And I thought, okay, let's give it another go. I just went from one class a week to two classes a week, then to eventually four classes a week. It was just like, it just lifts my spirit and it allows me to sleep. And that's when I started my journey. <laughs> I was actually encouraged by my best friend um, 
my best friend at that time, my childhood best friend, she saw me in such a state of um, pain and just lost. I was a little bit lost in life at that time also, I remembered. And I decided that, okay, I'll take a sabbatical. I'll just take uh, half a year, a year off to um, manage my life and see what happens. Um, just take a break from all that I'm, I was doing with work, with family, with relationship. And that was when I decided, okay, I'll do a uh, yoga training. I'll just go and attend a more intensive yoga training. Didn't know that I want to teach. I didn't expect, I didn't have that expectation when I enroll for yoga training that I'm going to be teaching yoga for the rest of my life. But that um, training and very soon after the first training, I met my teacher and she was, I mean, both my teachers, they are still my current um, influence and teacher until today. And they gave me hope. They, or should I say, they reminded me that I have hope, that I, that I have potential to trust myself again. I'm often seeking approval, seeking assurance from my teacher. And one practice at a time, one training at a time, when I met my teacher, she gave so much space for me to develop, to offer me the opportunity to look within myself and reflect. She hardly gave me a, a solution to, okay, now with your scoliosis or with your back pain, do this pose or the other pose. But rather, she just asked me questions she keep asking me like so what are you gonna do about it it's like what like yes you're telling me that um there is this ache in your lower back so what are you gonna do about it now that you are in downward facing dog what does it feel like if you do something different with your right foot or left foot and i had to experiment it out myself and that, that was the day that my body become my laboratory I wouldn't say that yoga saved me, but my acquaintance, my arrival and the meeting with yoga has really given me, has really connected me with my dharma. It has given me a purpose and meaning and direction in this lifetime. And I didn't know when I first stepped onto my yoga mat, but over the years, when I'm beginning to learn to trust myself a little more every day, I'm still learning. It's a little clearer. Transform the way you teach with Journey Into. Our app allows you to launch a dynamic weekly resource for your students so they can build a self-practice with your guidance anytime, anywhere. Now you can develop a reoccurring income stream through your students' monthly subscriptions. Simply open the Teacher app, record your content and publish it directly to your students. Go to app.journeyinto.com to sign up or head to journeyinto.com for more information. So for the first few years, 
I spend a lot of time on practicing restorative yoga and a lot of release work and uh, somatic work that just uh, is just to unwind and dismantle all those tension and stress and holding patterns that I've accumulated over the years. I was barely doing any standing poses. Not that I can't stand up and walk around, but more so that there's no spirit in my standing poses. There's no energy and expression of my standing poses. I could stand and make a shape in, in Warrior 1 and, and um, Warrior 3, but it's, it's just not expressed in a way that is from my soul, from my like innate vibrancy. And therefore, a lot of time was spent just rejuvenating and restoring myself uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, to just to be able to stand again in Tadasana, just to feel what it feels like to be grounded and not just standing. I actually stopped taking painkillers um, after the first two years of practicing yoga, very shortly. I wasn't taking any painkillers anymore. I'm able to find uh, shapes, movements, positions that could help me relieve it. There's a little bit of a bubble of celebration within me, but at the same time, I'm thinking that it's yoga is not here to um, fix or correct this aesthetic, but rather to give me a more balanced and um, well-harmonized expression of this being, this body that I have and this person that I am. Basically, the curvature of the spine, the lateral curvature of the spine has reduced by half. So the last um, visit to the orthopedic surgeon, which was back in 2018, and I saw the uh, x-ray and the doctor gave me results of the x-rays and the lateral curvature of my scoliosis at that moment was half. Um, it was even uh, slightly lesser than when I was first diagnosed that time when I was 13. My, the 13 year old me would never have imagined that I'm able to do any of the activities that I'm currently engaging in and doing. Now that I horse ride, scuba dive, wall climbing, rock climbing, and even just getting onto a bike. To have that level of intensity um, to ride, it's, it's amazing. It's just something that I, I never thought that it would happen to me. Hiking is another one that I, I really enjoy hiking, but hiking, I've never been able to walk that far. I've never been able to walk more than like 15 minutes without having to lean on something, sit on something to relieve from pain. And now that I'm able to walk for hours of different terrain, different uh, season, could be winter, summer, it just feels like I have a life again. I see this pandemic as its life passing 
and it's just another event. If it's not this, it could be something else. I don't wish for it never to happen or to stay, but rather it has definitely given a lot of people, myself included, the opportunity to reflect and to relook at what's important and to prioritize. Given all these challenges, all these years, and I like to believe and I like to trust myself a little more that I have grown up a little, um, that my inner wisdom has navigated me to this state, and that I am really enjoying the process of adapting and change. I enjoy the adaptation process to adapt to changes. I enjoy that it has given me the uh, opportunity to be creative. To me, it's really important when I come to my yoga practice to respect my experience in that moment and to respond appropriately in that moment, which may change from one day to the next day. So I don't have a fixed sequence or regime or formula to practicing. But really being authentically listening and also staying loyal to my uh, experience in that moment. I feel really inspired um, with life itself. I feel hopeful. I, I, I have hope for my life. I, I feel that I have direction now, over the years, that this is coming from a place of innate wisdom, not the wisdom from the ego self, but there is something within each of us that already know. If you're enjoying the Journey Into podcast, don't forget to subscribe to receive new episodes. And if you're really enjoying our series, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on the Apple Podcasts app or Spotify. Being an authentic yoga teacher today is to be truly who you are. I never thought that I'm a teacher even until now. I always think of myself as a yoga practitioner, a student of life, a student of yoga. And being where I am right now, I'm just a student. For me to now teach is really to inspire with my story to share my story and whatever I have experienced, not for anyone else to copy or to um, replicate, but rather that hopefully some part of my experience or my story could uh, inspire and elicit and bring out to support the growth and facilitate my students' growth in their own way, their fullest potential at their own pace. If there is one message that I could offer, you are perfect. You are whole and complete to welcome all the perfection and imperfection of you into your life. 
piece of advice to my 13-year-old self. Trust yourself. Trust yourself first. Don't give up. Thank you for listening to the Journey Into podcast. For more content from today's teacher, follow us on Instagram at journey.into or visit our website at journeyinto.com.